The Weekly Dish podcast is presented by Common Ground Minnesota. Food and farming conversations from Minnesota women in agriculture. Learn more at commongroundminnesota.com or follow them on Instagram at commongroundminn. Hey everybody, it's Steph March for Common Ground Minnesota, and I love talking about women in agriculture. The women of Common Ground Minnesota are volunteers who are volu- you know, taking their time to chat with you about what it's like to live on a farm and grow food in Minnesota. Here's some really great news about this group. They have just launched a newsletter that you can basically sign up for at commongroundminnesota.com, and you get the latest you know, events, giveaways, delicious recipes, all sorts of great stories from the farm. And I got to tell you, it's just a really cool thing to get into your inbox every month. And it's it's kind of an, a way in. If you're wondering, like, I don't know what I'm going to ask when I go to Common Ground, Minnesota. Well, this is just an introduction and a way to get you guys to meet the farmers at Common Ground, Minnesota. The Common Ground Minnesota volunteers, remember, their goal is to be a resource for your food and farming questions. Don't forget, check them out on Instagram at commongroundminn, commongroundminnesota.com. My Talk 1071 is KTMY FM HD1, Coon Rapids, Minneapolis, St. Paul. ABC News Now, I'm Brian Clark. The mayor of New Orleans says Hurricane Ida poses a dramatic threat to the city. It's a Category 1 hurricane right now, but could bring up to 12 feet of storm surge and could have Category 4 strength by the time it makes landfall tomorrow night or early Monday. More from ABC meteorologist Rob Marciano. When you're talking about a Cat 4, I saw it in Lake Charles last year. Some of the infrastructure and buildings in this part of Louisiana cannot withstand 140, 150 mile per hour winds. And it looks like that's where, what, what's going to happen. So we're talking about widespread damage as if a large tornado would be coming through. Storm also leading to health concerns as Louisiana deals with a high rate of COVID-19 infections. President Biden's national security team has warned him that another attack in Afghanistan is likely. Evacuations have continued two days after 13 American service members were killed in Kabul. Marches across the country today calling for voting rights legislation on the 58th anniversary of Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech. Brian Clark, ABC News. Research shows that people remember radio ads with British accents. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need, take it from a Brit. Oi! Barmy insurance blokes filching dosh out of your pocket. It's Barmy. Liberty Mutual won't leave your skin, mate. Uh, can you just say Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need? I think that's what I said, you blooming. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Live at the Minnesota State Fair. This is going to be fun. I even wore my fat pants. It's the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071.
are live out at the Minnesota State Fair. I am Stephanie Hansen from Stephanie's Dish. I'm Stephanie March from Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine. And we are really happy to be broadcasting live out here, supporting all the hospitality folks that have worked so hard to come out and make this a great Minnesota get-together, get-back-together. Get-back-together. Yes. So thank you to the Chan Asin Dinner Theaters, who is presenting the My Talk 1071 stage today. We've also got the lactation station out here. So if you're a mom that needs a break to pump or to breastfeed your baby, it's very cool in there. They've got recliners. It's, it's sort nice. of dark and soothing. It's a great soothing. break from everything. <laughs> I will. There's, you know, I've kind of wondered. I haven't seen as many. There's more kids today than I've seen before, but I've kind of seen it. It yeah. hasn't been a ton of kids out here. So. Overall, I think it's been a hard thing for parents with young kids that aren't vaccinated to well and a lot of people were saying they'd rather go have school start and i can they'd rather get their kids into school and cooking you know than risk oh, anything. the school so, thing yeah I know. i'm just i hope we get those kids back in school and that yeah. we are able to protect everybody and kids need to be in school sure my uh my daughter's girlfriend is a teacher so getting ready to go back and yeah Oh, God, all the teachers. Good luck, everybody. Yes, absolutely. Um, in the second hour, at the beginning of the hour, we do two things that we are obsessed with. And we are, of course, here at the State Fair, but we are obsessed with food all the time. We're doing the top two in hour two. Give me the old one, two. One, two, one, two. And now, the Weekly Dish presents... Top two, top two. The top two. Pick your best two. In hour two. All right, give me two. Winning, winning, winning. All right, Steph, you want to lead us off? Well, okay, I'm going to give you some news for my top two in hour two. Um, we have the pretzel house, you know, is normally the state fair food that I love. That twisty pretzel yes. at the state fair yes. has been my favorite thing for like, I like the one thing I got to get every year because I don't, you know, pretzels are like, you can find Auntie Annie's and all the rest and stuff, but this one has always been so great. I walked over there yesterday and it was like no line and I was so excited well, they're not doing actual pretzels this year. They're doing pretzel dogs. So they're only doing hot dogs wrapped in pretzel dough because it's easier than doing the twists. The twists, they say, is too labor-intensive and they're short-staffed. So you still have a pretzel dog, and they, they, uh, they hit it with butter, or you can have, like, cheese sauce or something like that. Just a different thing. Yum. You know? And it's fine. But it was, it was, I'm just saying that I still love them, but just giving you that bit of intel for my top two. Okay, I'll be honest. I didn't have a top two until we sat down. But then you started thinking pretzel, and then you said pretzel, and then it reminded me of a pretzel I had this week that was so good. And I don't know if you've had it before. <gasps> Food building. Have you been to oh, the, yeah. had the yeah. Bakersfield flour and bread pretzel? Where? At Kieran's Kitchen in the food building oh, in Northeast Minneapolis. When you say food building and we're at the fair, true. that means true, true. something else. No, at Kieran's Kitchen. Oh, yes. The yes. Bakersfield flour and bread pretzel. You've had it. I've had one of them oh. that it's very small. And no. I, okay. This was like, um, it was like six inches across. It was. Like, it's like a stick though. No, it was a pretzel. Oh. Okay. And it was so good okay. and bready and yeasty and salty okay. and just like, I love a pretzel too. And you know, the mall pretzel smells really good. And then you start eating it and you finish it, of course, but it's not like the best. No, no, no. This was like the best. They've had a couple different kinds of pretzels there. And some of them have been a little bit like more, like not, not pretzel and more like a roll. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, like this a hard was pretzel so, and I'm I loved it. Do you know what the best pretzels? It was Russell Klein when he had that 
brasserie Central. Oh my God, that was the best pretzel ever. Oh, we should get him to make those again. I know. I don't know why they don't. We could sell serve them. them at Meritage on an appetizer plate. I know. Well, but I mean, this is the thing. It's like I just kind of want to grab it and go. I don't <laughs> like. I just I'm here for just the pretzel, basically. The other one is Aki's Bread House, of course, in oh, Northeast yeah. Minneapolis, right by Fair State Brewing. They have a spectacular pretzel. But again, it's like you got to kind of get out there and get it. So. All right. So what's your second? Um, so my second is actually just going to be another fair pick. It's going to be uh, the horchata shake. Oh, I which forgot we haven't about talked that. about. Yeah. But, so there's here's the deal. Like I am a purist on my shake choice here because everyone loves the stuff at the da- at the dairy building, and I tend to always be sort of disappointed by it. You know what I mean? So I actually really love the dairy barn, the cattle barn, the U of M students at the cattle barn pouring those shakes. Those are my favorite. I still love those. That is definitely a top two. But I'm saying the horchata shake up at Andy's garage at the Midtown Global Market booth in the International Bazaar is delicious. And they're only here through August 31st. Right, so you gotta get it like either today or tomorrow. And what is horchata? It's just cinnamony. It's like a cinnamon flavoring. A rice milk. Yeah, it's basically like like. But what you think about when you say horchata, you know, like that rum chata drink. It's like a very cinnamony, creamy flavor. Okay, not to change the subject because I know we're in top two, but um, okay. If you have rum chata at home, here's a drink to try. Okay, <laughs> one ounce of whiskey. Yeah. One ounce of rum chata, and two ounces of your best favorite root beer. Oh. Okay. Sure. You shake all that yeah, magic that up. Oh my gosh. We had these at the island a couple weeks ago. So it's almost like a root beer float. Yes, but, but it's, it's whiskey and rum it's chata. It's almost like a bulldog is what it is. It's like a better bulldog. Which I loved a bulldog in the day with Coca-Cola and Ooh, Bailey's. I bulldogs and, tonight. I mean, it was real good. And it was a like good dessert kind of drink. Yeah. But yeah, we had those. And the liquor store was like, have you ever tried this rum chata with... I was like, no, I'm only buying rum chata because my kid made me. Yeah, I don't buy rum chata. I don't, yeah, have, I don't no, have any in my house. Good. I don't have any in my house at the moment. Okay. Um, what's your second one? Here's my second one. It <laughs> what are you is gonna pull it out? Riff Raff Jams and Jellies. Do you know about these girls? I do not. Okay, ladies. I should call them ladies. Uh, I can't remember her first name. It is two women. Rita is her name. And they have a jam and jelly company that they just started eight months ago. And what they did was people had extra fruit, like extra raspberries, extra blueberries. They drove and got someone's extra apples just recently. They had um, some cranberries that someone had frozen from last year. Are you talking people off their trees or are you talking people like companies? Both. Oh, farms? Farms, companies, they've gone and picked out of people's trees. Our Weekly Dish listener, Jay Bolzer, told me he had 20 pounds of Concord grapes. They went and got them. Oh, get out! So what they do is they take all this excess fruit, and then they make jams and jellies with it, and then they donate a percentage of the proceeds. Good. And they're a give-back company. The she used to work for Michelle Geyer at the Salty Tart, so she's really got great ginger peach. Um, she made these pickled cranberries that are in a shrub that I bought for drinks that are just a pickled cranberry tastes real good. It was it delicious. Does. It does. It, that's the right berry to pickle. In yeah, it was so good. So it's Riff Raff's Jams and Jellies. You can find them online on Instagram. And then they also um, are selling uh, at festivals because they were up in Duluth with us and just so cute. Oh, good. Um, and one other thing. Okay, because you have time, so let's do a bonus. Okay, so do you know I'm doing a Makers in Minnesota dinner? Have you heard about this? I have. I'm very excited about it. It's the first one that I've ever done. It's going to be at the Lexington, and you can get tickets at thelexmn.com. 
And what it is, is we are highlighting makers in a dinner. So the food building is coming and LMR cheese, Bakersfield flour and bread, Mike Phillips with Red Table Meats, Marco Zappia from Trace Chase, Chase are all going to be there. And Ailment Pasta is going to be there too. And we have a multi-course dinner that we will be celebrating these makers. I'll be there. We'll get to talk to some of the makers that are there. It's closed. The restaurant's closed for the night. So it's just us. So it's going to be an intimate group. I think they kept tickets off at 75 and they're half gone. So if you want to join us at the Lex for this dinner, it's September 28th. It's a Tuesday night. I can't wait. I'm so yeah. excited. I'm okay. going to do one in October, too. Where so do you get tickets? Where do you get tickets? TheLexMN.com. Okay, so you can get them online and just order them up. You can. And in October, I'm going to be having um, Gretchen Prebix from Sweetland Orchard. Great. And the Humble Goat is going to be at that one. And Casey from Casey Mama Sauce. Oh, Casey Mama. Yeah. yeah K-Mama's. K-Mama. K-Mama Sauce. And what happened is you, I give these ingredients to the chef and then he comes up with the menu. So I have oh, no fun. idea how he's going to use it or put it together. But oh, super fun. Yeah, I'm excited about it. It's been a while since I've we've had like a dinner, so I I'm know. excited about it. I know. It's totally good. Okay, that's good. we got to wrap it up. We'll take a quick break, you guys, and we will be right back. This is The Weekly Dish on My Talk 107.1. Well, my talkers, Carrie and Sue at Lakes Area Realty have done it again. This time they helped my daughter Ellie buy a sweet little bungalow in West St. Paul. Ellie saw the listing on Facebook and I told her to call Carrie and Sue at Lakes Area Realty to schedule a showing. By that afternoon, they were writing an offer and Carrie was lining up the mortgage broker and the inspector and Ellie, who's a first-time homebuyer, will be closing on her home within 30 days. By now, you know about the crazy real estate market and how homes are going for multiple offers and it's true they are. But if you're with savvy realtors, you can find homes to love out there that will be an investment in the real estate market instead of just paying the same amount in rent each month and not building any equity in your future. If you're thinking about buying or selling, call Carrie and Sue at Lakes Area Realty to get started. This is Stephanie Hansen, and Ellie felt nervous as a first-time homebuyer, but Carrie explained things so that Ellie felt at ease and like she could move through her first home purchase with Carrie's coaching. Find Carrie Elks to C-A-R-R-I-E and Sue Durfee at CarrieAndSue.com if you're buying or selling a house. That's Carrie and Sue at CarrieAndSue.com from Lakes Area Realty. We are live out at the Minnesota State Fair. I am Stephanie Hansen here with Stephanie March, and we are the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. All things food, fun, and entertainment. <laughs> so, I okay, for Christmas this year, I got Stephanie a spork. And maybe did I give it to you this year or last year? I feel like you gave it to me this year for Christmas. Okay. So or maybe I, it was this year or maybe, I don't know. When we were doing the State Fair podcast uh, the year before, one of the things that she commented on was that she needed like her personal fork because she didn't want to waste all the silverware that she was being given when she ate all the fair foods. Yeah. The amount of forks that I go through on day one when I'm eating 30 plus pieces of food, it's like, it just, it got to be really like, oh God, there's another fork and then you throw it. Fork and then you throw it. Yeah. This felt gross. I was traveling and I I can't remember where I was. I was in the van and I saw this fork spork situation and I was like, okay, I need to get this for smart for the state fair. So she's wearing it proudly. Yeah, I wore it. And the best part is she just gave me the, she gave me the spork with holes in it. And I was like, wait, that makes a little lanyard. Like I can make a lanyard necklace out of this. So we've made the sporkless. I wrote my name Smarch on it so that nobody else would claim it because nobody wants a Smarch fork. And uh, I literally have had so many people be like, oh, we should market those. I'm like, wait a minute. No, (laughs) we're going to market those. We're going to sell them. I think we should sell. And there is in the bags here at my talk, by the way, there is a spork from Loaves and Fishes. In the go bags that you get. I love get. it. So I love that. It's not on a string, though. You'll have to do that yourself. Which makes it real cute. It does make it real cute. 
make it easier to have it on the string because then you don't have to tuck it in your hair. Yes. All right, Steph. Uh, one of the things that I was really excited about when I thought about the fair this year and we were talking about, are we going to be there? Are we not going to be there? The, one of the reasons that I am here and supporting folks is because there are so many makers that are out here. Yeah. And when you're invited to the state fair and you're a small Minnesota maker, and I'll use an example of here's the deal spice company. It's a husband and a wife. They are in the grandstand. They're in the lower level and they have five seasonings, right? And he was a chef and he was good at making these spice blends. And when they got married, they packaged up this spice that they call 127 blend. And it's for pork, it's for chicken, it's for steak. And they gave that to their people that came to their wedding as like a little party favor. Well, people kept calling them after they'd run through it and said, hey, can we get this spice? We'd love it. Can we get some more? And so they were like, hey, maybe we should make a spice company. So it's a husband and a wife team. They have five spices. They have a wing blend. They have a togarashi. They have 127 They have a togarashi? Blend. They do, and it's real good. Oh, it's I'm going to go get that. Sesame, citrus, um, seaweed. It's all blended in. It's perfect on salmon, good on fish, good on pork, oh, also good on noodles. Ramen, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. I put it on egg dishes, I put it on ramen, I put it on every I put it on popcorn too. They have this other thing that's um it's a rimmer for Bloody Marys and it's wrapped in hockey tape in this little hockey puck tin and they give a dollar from everyone they sell to local hockey clubs because he's a hockey player. Anyway, so they've been with me at Stone Arch, they've been with me at some of my festivals and they got invited to the fair. For three months, they've been making spices, right? Yes. You know, hand mixing and getting everything together, ordering the ingredients, designing their booth. So when the Delta variant started coming, you know, it's nerve wracking for them. But yeah. they're like, yeah, we have to be at the fair. This is our business. This is our livelihood. We invested in it. Yeah. So check them out. They're real cute. They're in the um, grandstand. Also, Adam Turman, who comes out here every year, he's got a lot of cutouts up in the north section that you can take selfies with. But every year he's got a in new the grandstand. You're saying um, he's oh he's, he's got in the them north. up north, but he's in the grandstand. Okay, so his cutouts are in the Northland area. Cutouts are up by the hangar. You can take selfies with, but his actual booth is in the grandstand. This year he's got new art every year that he debuts at the fair. This year it's the giant slide. Oh, is it's it? It's real cute. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it. It's like a family on a giant slide, and they kind of are askew and look like they're having a great time. He's got the towels. He's got the spatulas, the magnets, the puzzles, the, the pint glasses, everything he's got here. He does such a good job. Yeah. Also, the gentleman forager. This is what I'm interested in. He's Mike new, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's new, and he's got some new things that I haven't tried yet. I need to get out there and try. He's in the grandstand. Um, he's got mushrooms and a lot of information about growing mushrooms and foraging and they've got it was it a mushroom uh, chocolate bar yeah he's got a candy bar that's sort of like a mushroom it's a sweet and salty kind of thing i, I didn't it eat it but it's there right. he's there his booth looks great um also urban undercover our friend siri Gaines. now she built this company around clothes that would be easy to travel in and yeah. kind of multi-purpose and then travel stopped but she's still here she's in the west end She's got this really cute duster that kind of uh, segues as a wrap when you're on a plane. Oh, I have that. Yeah, it's just, it's really kind of a fun thing to bring when you're traveling. Yeah, I have She's that. also got these really cute grocery market totes, and those are new this year. I don't know what they're made out of, but they look urban kind of... Urban Junket, is that it? Or no, it's... Urban, um, I'm sorry, I just, Urban Undercover. Urban Undercover. Junket was not it. That was our friend Tracy. Yes. 
And she's also got the towel topper. Do you know about the towel topper? No. Okay. Oh, is it the band thing? It's two bucks. Yep. And it goes around your towel. So when you get out of the shower. It holds your towel up. It holds your towel up. I'm a toweler. Like, I like to walk around in the towel a little bit before I'm ready to go. I'm a, I just, I'm a Do you robe. towel off and move into the next I garment? Towel, I towel and I robe. Okay. Like, I do a towel and then I robe. I'm a toweler, so okay. I like the towel right. topper. I hear you. Um, Bailey Builds is a great place. They are from Duluth, and they make wooden murals, and they have, like, a big setup here. She's really, they're really clever how they put together their, it's wood pieces that are made into, like, mosaics and murals. Mm. She does a great job. Also, um, our friend Create Laser Arts, she cuts earrings and necklaces and oh, things. Oh, I love that. On her laser. She yes. does wood. She does plastic. And they're just super cute, super yeah. fun laser cutouts. I love that. They're, um, they're hippies at heart. They're so great. Can I ask you, do you know, a bunch of years ago I bought Turkish towels here at the fair. Have you seen anything like that? No, I know, and we are kind of subbing in for the shop girls today. By the way, you guys, since they're not here at the fair, and I feel like I should merchandise Mart. Yeah. I bet you could find. But it was snow. like no, they were they were like in the international bazaar at one point, and there were these amazing Turkish towels, and I'm just still looking for them. So if you guys, anyone listeners at the fair, okay, send us an email. What? Yes, remember those? Yes, they're there. And Stephanie, they also had robes, right? I think they did. Okay, I just saw them. They're in the international they're bazaar. There, oh, and go their robes are so cute. They're like little thin, beautiful. Because yes. I need some for the hot tub. You know what I'm saying? Do you have a hot tub? I have a hot tub. Okay, how did <laughs> how did this just come out? You moved. I left my hot tub behind. Yeah. You've gotten a hot tub. I've said Hilarious. it. I just don't say it on air that often. Okay, that's really funny. Yeah. We liked having a hot tub. I'm going to say it. Yeah. Um, no, the Turkish towel people are there because okay. I was really looking at the robes. Okay, I'm going to go get a couple of robes, I think. Uh, so that's a fun one. Also, our friends at El Burrito Mercado have all the Dio de los Muertos merchandise. They're up oh, in the International great. Bazaar. Cute magnets, cute. Um, they have uh, Christmas ornaments. Oh, right. Why not? Um, Let's do it. Get you know on. who else is new this year? Farable Woolen Mills. Oh, they're up there? They're here, and they've got, um, obviously, the blankets. Yep. I bought Ellie a University of Minnesota blanket when she graduated from college that is real cute. But they also have, like, these totes. They've got um, coffee sleeves. They've got journal covers. Oh, very They've got nice. a lot of blankets, fun stuff here. Um, okay. I don't, have we talked about Essence One? Do you know about them? We've we've talked a lot about Essence One in I our time on the show. Essence One. Every time this year you tell us about it, it's your I favorite know. thing. So I, that's fine. I, I mean, love go essential for it. oils. Yes, you're essential oils, girl. And they are they give a portion of the proceeds to mental health and they have a breathe stick. They have a sleep stick. I love to give these to my teenage niece. Yes. And in fact, this year for Christmas, she asked me for them. She said, Cute, can you get really? me some more of your special oils that you get me? Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, just like something, if if you're in an anxious situation and you have a little stick in your pocket, you Listen, just go shwip, shwip, little shwip. peppermint on the, and yes. then a little peppermint on the temples. That just cools you right down, man. Hello, Weekly Disher. Spring has sprung, and that means the best-tasting wild-caught seafood is available from Sitka Salmon. You may have heard us talk about Sitka Salmon before on the show, and that's because we are huge fans. Sitka Salmon standards for quality are unrivaled in the industry because, you see, Sitka Salmon is a community-supported fishery. 
the fish they process for you to eat are caught by a collective of small boat fishermen, fisherwomen, and families. Some of these families have been fishing for multiple generations. And knowing the boat your fish comes from is not typical of most fish you buy. When you buy a Sitka salmon share, you're getting the freshest quality fish you can, and you can trace the fish back to its source. With your share, you're part of the Sitka family, and you get monthly fish shipments of salmon, lingcod, crab, tuna, halibut, and you get the freshest fish while it's in season. They even have recipes, but I've been steaming my cod in my Instant Pot. The fish is so delicious, you don't even need to do much to serve it other than cook it and eat it. So Weekly Dishers, here is how you get your $25 discount for the first month of a premium Sitka Salmon Share. Type SitkaSalmonShares.com backslash Weekly Dish and you save $25. So save $25 on your box. Again, type Sitka, S-I-T-K-A, SalmonShares.com backslash Weekly Dish and you save $25. Minnesota State Fair, we are the Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie Hansen from Stephanie's Dish. You're 70 March, and you know what? You just bought a house, and you got a mortgage, and we kind of got cut off on our commercial for our friend David Lazinski, and he's been so generous with the station. We're gonna he is, and I just do want to make sure that everybody knows, like I I endorse David Lazinski, and it's because I I don't endorse anybody that I don't believe in, and I really want to get that across is that that it's something very personal to me because I and I really do trust David with everything because I have had a pretty bad financial past, and it was really tough with my divorce and everything else trying to figure out if I was okay to buy a house the first person I called was David Lazinski and I said I really need to know I need you to kind of hold my hand through this whole process of buying a house on my own for the first time as a 50 year old woman and he absolutely did and so I want to make sure that I give the props to him because if you are at all thinking about buying a house and the market is crazy and scary you know what give him a chat give him a call and so I think that it's important to know that that if you're thinking about doing it, David Lazinski is a great resource. Where can they find him? And I'm going to give you his number again, 763-251-8000. And if you're thinking about refining, if you're thinking about anything with your house, give him a call. Talk to him. They, you can, he also has a piece on the show page, on the My Talk show page. You First can totally equity find mortgage. Him. Yeah, so do find him there. All right. So here we are, so, and we were going to talk about slushies because yes. there's a lot of slushy action out at the fair. There's also, so the beers that we talked about, the categories. Remember, there's like the stunt beers, there's the wine cocktail beers, sour, a lot of fruity beers. So this year. many fruity sours, and I'm happy about a sour because it kind of cuts through. It's a good acidity for when you're drink eating, but some of them have gotten a little sweet for me. But the slushies are really interesting, and I'm kind of excited by them. Um, I will tell you that a couple of them are seltzer slushies, and then there's the wine slushies, too. So let's talk. Uh, the one that I really appreciated one was the OMG slushie at the Frontier Bar. Okay. Which I w- sort of like. It was a little bit pineapple, or it was a little, like, mango-y. It's got, like, three different fruit flavors to it, but it wasn't overwhelmingly fruity. It was just that perfect kind of depth to it, but that's a seltzer slushie. Okay. And you know sel- what I mean? Yeah, and a lot of the seltzers are made with beer, right? No, no, no. Well, seltzers are, it's a byproduct of beer, of brewing. So it's a hard seltzer. So it is a, so it's like, it is definitely hard water and then they yeah, freeze it. It's a hard seltzer. So it's, and then they've put it into the slushy machine. So it's great. Um, the one at Blue Barn is delicious. I thought it was great. It's a very pink, you know, slushy and it's got like mango and that one has a lot of fruit too. I think it's like mango and hibiscus in that one. I thought that was delicious. It sounds delicious. It was as refreshing as you want it to be. They also have the rosé spritzer. I think I said too. 
too. And yeah, that was which delicious. was a great one in 2019. Over that same direction, the Lulu's Public House has Shell's beer. Yes. And they've got their, obviously, their blueberry beer that's really popular this time of year out at the fair. Yeah. But they've also got blueberry and choco toppers. And they're slushy toppers that you put inside the beer. So you get like a regular beer and then you put, and then yes, they s- it's like topped with the soft and then go, serve slushy. Yes. Okay. And it's really good. So then it kind of just chills out into your beer. Yeah. And it gives it a little bit extra flavory oomph. Okay. I'm down for that. I'm totally down for and that. And it's fun. You yeah. know, we're at the fair. Why not have fun? I know. Well, and then there's uh, the ones out at the wine country. Um, they have some wine slushies. Also, you can find those at the French Crepery. They also have wine slushies. Okay, I liked the wine slushies that were at the Minnesota Wine Building. I was, I, I've, I've had. Here's the deal. Like sometimes Minnesota wine can be too sweet, so I always feel like let's do something with it, you know, or let's like I don't want to just sip it straight. So actually, the wine slushies were delicious. And by the way, they're little sliders are great. We didn't get a photo of it, so we didn't get it into our roundup, but they have these little sliders you can get, and they actually work really well with the wine slushies. I What's thought. in the sliders? There's like, you get a trio of sliders, and you get like a you get like a buffalo chicken slider, and then you get like a pulled pork and a braised beef, Yum. and they're all delicious. Like, and wine country has had some issues with me on the food, so I actually really liked it, but it was good. So those wine slushies, I think, also kind of give you it's like a little bit more of a, you get a little bit more of a wallop, I think, actually, than if you are just drinking, you know, straight up the wine. I right. Because it's faster, I think. Right, right. What about... Um, okay, have- there's a couple at Ballpark, too. Okay. Um, and now I wish I had the name of it, but there's one. I know that there is a um, pineapple, I think it's a pineapple one, if you can pull it up. But I thought those slushies at the Ballpark... Is it a pineapple one? It was, uh, I know, you've got your computer going. It was so, it was actually of all the fruitiness. I actually like the slushy better than I liked the fruity beer. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And that to me was, um, that to me was sort of a difference at Ballpark. Because I, they have a lot of fruity beers, which are great. But I actually like the slushy, the pineapple slushy better there. All Do right. you remember which one it is? Yeah, I'm trying to find. I was... The Kirby Pucker Watermelon Paloma was the one that I loved up at the ballpark. Yep. Um, Minnesota Brew Together Peaches and Cream Milkshake, that one? Nope, that was a beer, I think. Okay. I'm just going to keep going, yeah. going, going. Tropical Smoothie Sour. That's No, that was a sour. I the sour know. is brewed with malted barley, wheat, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I can't find it. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, that's fine. Anyway, um, but I do like the category. And as far as like heart, there's also a blue one somewhere. Oh, so here's the other thing. There's a bunch of these ones last year at O'Gara's. They had this White Claw Red Bull slushy thing. And I was like, I'm going to hate it. It's blue. It's weird. It was delicious. Yeah. That's- like, And that's the thing. It's like, I get it. And I don't, this year I decided I wasn't going to review or I wasn't going to put up too many things that weren't locally made lo- locally brewed um because it felt weird because yeah. there were so many brewers who made who really put their money into making them so i didn't re- but it's there and it's like it's good it's good yeah you and know what so- else is good did you have this is a here's why i like this it's the shandy and it is at the shells area and it is a lemonade beer and here's why i like it 3.7% alcohol. Right. So not a lot compared to everything else is usually 5% or more. Yeah. So if you just are kind of looking for a lawnmower type style, something yeah, lighter. Sessionable. Yeah. It's um, very zesty and it's sweet and light and 
I liked it. I, you know, I am, and here's the thing is I get it that we don't have cocktails here, but I do want to make sure that you guys understand the Minnesota Giller, Distillers Guild is up in the North area and they are, uh, they're, they're here to talk to you and to represent. And they've got a passport. They do have a passport that you can, do you want to tell us a little bit about it? Yeah. Cause so I didn't see it this year. You can buy a passport and I believe the cost is $25. And with this passport, you can go to all the participating distilleries and get specials on the craft cocktails that they are featuring. They, I think there were over 20 distilleries that were participating in the Passport, and they had it for sale. Yeah. Okay. So that's fun. I love it. And it's like learning a little bit about the distilleries. I will give you guys a teaser that the October issue of Minneapolis-St. Paul Magazine is all about distillery cocktail rooms. Oh, nice. And kind of the insider's guide on like what you can, like where you should go to get what drinks and all you that sort of stuff. You and so. me need to go to Skullvin Distillery together because they've got the Japanese cocktail room. Oh, I, it's in the magazine. Oh, so. and I haven't been yet. Oh, you haven't been? No, because I've been out of town and now I got to go harvest a bunch of tomatoes. But oh, that is listen. my, it is on my list for fall. Nelson Cabrera is the new guy who's taking over for Dick Dunham, who left. He was the travail. He was one of my favorite travailians. And he was running the cocktail program at Scalvin. And now it's Nelson. And Nelson is also a travail alum. And I'm telling you, they have the most creative, like, fun cocktails that are sort of just in a distillery in Brooklyn Park. You have to walk through like an office building to get to it, yes. which I think is actually kind of part of the fun. And they make it super cozy and romantic in there. Oh, it's, and it's dark. dark. It's dark. And the photos that we got back from it are so cool. Like that's the one part I love about being a magazine is that we get to like use these glossy, awesome photos. And so I'm very excited for this one. Very nice. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but there is, uh, but yeah, the, but I do think by the way, cause someone else had asked me this, um, if we think that the fair will ever have spirits, you know, hard alcohol. And I actually do think that there will be at some point, I don't think it's coming very soon, but I do believe because we are seeing the spirit, uh, you know, guilds and everything else in the distilleries. It is a local agricultural product. It is not any different than the beer and honey. the wine and yeah. the honey and the everything mead. else. It is a local. The corn. It's local agricultural product. Now, of course, the way it gets used is the issue. And so hopefully, you know, we'll see how it goes this year and Did maybe they'll get it in a couple of years. We got a text from someone that wanted to know if you tried the Wild State Pineapple Cider that's up at the ballpark. I did. I did. I did like the cider. Oh, I, I just did. Wild State Cider is my jam. Wild State is actually They're on fire. They are on fire. I have every place I go that I've that I'm like see them on the menu, I get it. And I have enjoyed every single one I've tried. Yeah. I love have, Wild State. They're Duluth. Yes, and they're gonna have they have an apple pie cider coming out that oh is gonna be delicious. You guys, I cannot wait for apple and cider season. Like, I kind of can't wait for fall. Is I that know. terrible? No. Normally, I'm lamenting the loss of summer, but I just it's hot. I am not I'm lamenting. Ready. I'm over I want to put a sweater on I'm and done. hide my gut that I've attributed over the summer. I'm done. Yeah, sweating. I want to like have windows open and do all the things. Yeah, and sleep with cool and yeah. put a blanket on. Gosh, yeah. and you know that what? Because we said this, we're gonna have like the world's most horrible winter. I know. We actually are. They've already said that it's gonna be really, <laughs> really cold. But. I do believe that, like, and the other thing is, like, we want to get braising, and we want to get, like, baking. I don't want to bake right now. I have the baked nothing. I, I have braised nothing. I have <laughs> all these bakes and braises in the cookbook. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, it's 100 degrees at my cabin. I'm not yeah. braising anything. No, so, no. yeah, it's going to be happening. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's kind of a little roundup of some of the slushes and all the fun stuff that's uh, that's out here. We are going to... 
uh, you know, we're going to take a quick break, you guys, and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about more things. We'll be right back. This is The Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. This is The Weekly Dish. Thanks to our friends at Hornitos and Knob Creek and Maker's Mark, all the things that are good for sponsoring us. And thanks to the Chan Hassan Dinner Theater for uh, presenting the stage out here at My Talk 1071. We've got the lactation station. We've got this very cute couple in the crowd that just had a little kiss. He's wearing his Adam Turman Minnesota shirt. So cute. Thank you guys for coming out and for listening to Weekly Dish. If you're not out here, we appreciate you. It's been a lot of fair coverage today. And we both were saying that we're getting ready for braising season. I know. It's, it is. It is. It is. There's a little bit, even in the breeze that's just coming through right now, you have a little bit of feeling of the fall. It could be coming. There's acorns all over the streets. There's leaves falling. I know that there's people who are so desperately don't want us to say these things, but I'm okay with it. This is the first year I've lived in a house that's in an acorn forest underneath a walnut tree. Oh. And um, here's what happens. Yeah. Early in the morning, like early. Boom. Boom. The walnuts come down, and they're, like, in these green cases. It looks like a tennis ball coming out of the sky. Yeah, the black walnuts. It's giant. You're going to be this person, by the way, who at some point you're going to decide to make nocello, just like everybody else who has a black walnut tree. Really? I can do something with you them? Can, yeah, you can. You get them out of their husk, and then, it, which is hard. And this is what I was going to tell you. It's really hard. And then you can make, actually, you can make nocello, which is a black walnut liqueur with them. I oh. feel like you're going to do this. I feel like I you're totally going to do am this. because my little kid neighbor who's like two and a half. Yeah. Her favorite thing is to gather up the walnuts and then they cut them o- or they pound them open with a hammer. Yeah. So that's a thing. And then you have to like get the that's you have to get the black walnut out of it that way. Oh, OK. But then you also have to soak it like there's a whole thing because oh, they're OK to get the good flavors. So. All right. Well, I am heading up to Ely to harvest all my tomatoes. You still have them, huh? I think so. I'm yeah. hoping. They haven't burned down as far as I know. They there might get smoky tomato salsa. For everyone that has texted me, thank you so much. Yep. So far, we're doing good. We're on Burnside Lake, and the Greenwood fire has expanded, but it's they've gotten some rain in the last 24 hours. Yeah. Uh, there is fire all around the town of Ely, so just cross your fingers, hope for the outfitters and everybody up there. It's been a, I mean, honestly, it's been a hard season, right? It's COVID, been a tough one. then the Canadian border was closed, then the Blueberry Arts Festival, there's the giant storm that ruined that. Like, what more is going to happen up there that these Let, people don't need ask. a break? Don't ask. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't, don't tempt fate, that's for sure. So I'm going up to get the last of the cucumbers, the zucchini. I haven't pulled the carrots yet because they were too small, so we'll okay. see what I get. Really? Yeah. They were too small. Yeah. I. It could be a crop fail. I don't know. It could be a crop fail. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm excited because hitting the farmer's markets feels like this is the time. That I know it's been this last month. We've been ahead because of the heat. So I'm hoping that there's still some good stuff. I just haven't had time to hit a farmer's market. Oh, I haven't yeah. been home. You, you know can what I mean? have a caprese salad for the next two weeks. Yeah. I know. mozzarella. Lots of peppers. Little. Lots of peppers. Some some friends of ours brought peppers over to our house, and we have still have all these peppers. I just don't know what to do. Not like a huge, like I'm not going to make a bunch of salsa, and I'm not going to. I just don't Chili. know what to do. Put them in my chili? Maybe I'll dry them. Do you not put peppers in your chili? I don't put chopped peppers in my chili, no. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, there's an opportunity for you to, uh, to uh, grow. Yeah, I don't know. Romesco? What? What? On your peppers. Oh, so. I, I, like in my chili, I was like... No, to make romesco sauce. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. So you roast your... I really don't ever make romesco sauce. That's it's really funny. good. You know what else is really good? Roast the peppers, peel the skins off loosely, you know, like don't sweat it. I'm not Put talking them on bell a peppers. What kind of pepper? I'm talking hot peppers. Oh, which is also good. Ferment them. Yeah. Put them in drinks. Freeze them. Did you know you can freeze peppers? I did. So I freeze them and then all winter long when I'm making like a margarita or something, I you use just... that in my little muddler frozen. Okay. Oh, you froze? Really? Yeah. I freeze yeah. them all the time. I freeze jalapenos. I freeze those little Thai chilies. Yeah. Those are for cooking too. Like every Jamie Oliver recipe do has Do you chop chili. your jalapenos before you freeze them or do you just leave them whole? I leave them whole. And then you chop them up when they're frozen? Yeah. And I slice off so that they are little slivers in a cocktail that float yeah. on top. That's a good idea. And you can freeze tomatoes, too. So if you're overwhelmed and you have harvest, you just throw them in the freezer, skins on and everything, and then you can make sauce with them. Yeah. You have to bring your... Oh, and in fact, I'm just realizing I forgot my immersion blender, but... Oh, okay. Eat those skins, no biggie. Just... And then you stir them right up. Yeah, it's it's weird because I've never... Like, I usually done the pickling and then I have all these pick jars of like pickled peppers in the back of the fridge and I'm like eh. I get sick of them so quickly and then now it's like I put them in quesadilla or I do things like that but I don't know I sort of feel like it's a one note until I need them and then I'd rather have like the sprinkled like a togarashi sauce you know like yeah like a spice mix then I just a one note pepper yeah or dried yeah I don't know why I, I have a lot yeah. of crushed red pepper but that's just like you have that forever I would like some crushed red pepper. I don't have any. So oh, you don't? if you feel like you have a lot. Oh just, my God, I have so much. Yeah, I don't. When I when I, I did something new. I should have um, brought you. I uh, <laughs> I had the organizer come. Have I told you this? How did that go? See, she I didn't... feel like I need to do a whole segment on it. So I'm just going to give you one thing that we did. Okay. She put a magnet board on the inside of my, it, it's a closet, but it's being used as a pantry. Yeah. And we put all my spices into those magnetic round and labeled them all. Okay. It's kind of life changing. Is it? Because this is my thing for you is like, is it working? Like, yes. Okay. Because I was worried it wasn't going to work, but I have a lot of spices, as you know. I have too many spices and I have a teeny tiny cabinet for it now, which yeah. I hate because I had I used to have a big cabinet for See, it. See, this is kind of a solution to that. If you have a closet where you can get have a, a closet. I have a wall I might do it on. I have my knives on magnet racks. Oh, yeah. You know, on no, the sides. No, it's great. And I can see them all. Yeah. So it's inspiring me to think about what I can cook. But so you have to undo your, you have to take your spices out of jars and dump them into a little tin? Ooh, yes, but she helped me. Come on. I didn't do it myself. <laughs> Are you kidding? Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And when I hired her, I was like, look, I'm not going to do the work. We're going to decide what the work is, and then you're going to do it, and I'm going to go and write a blog in the other room. Yeah. And if you need anything, you're going to call me. Yeah, right. Yeah, she was funny. Um, yeah, so, but I really like it. Like, I had a bunch of, we had no food yesterday. We were going to order takeout. It was an hour and a half every single place in Golden Valley, which this is the one part I'm not liking about living in Golden Valley. Like, I can't just run to the Red Cow. Everything's a little further. There's not as many choices. So I end up cooking more, which is good for me. So I'm like... I, I was like, God, wait, wait. It's because you are... Because you were used to walking to things. Yes. Is that why? Yep. Because you were... You're in a little bit... Yeah, you're not necessarily in a walkable no, area. No, now I have to drive. And, like, there's not as many takeout options. And every time I there have is heard takeout... Because Allie, you know, Kaplan, who Shop Girls was saying, like, they were, somebody was, like, trying to get Parkway Pizza to deliver to you guys, and they didn't or something like it's that. It's very complicated. And everyone's... If you decide you're going to order something on a Friday night, you better decide that at 5 o'clock. Because if you decide it at 6.30, it's not going to be delivered, or you can't pick it up until 9 o'clock. 
Wow. And, yeah. and it is because people are short staffed. Yeah, you know what I mean? Whatever. It's like it is. So I'm just cooking. But it's funny. I just, yeah, I'm either, but I'm, and I don't usually get like takeout. You know what I mean? I usually either go pick it up or I don't know. Even then I couldn't. I couldn't, couldn't pick, pick it up, up anything from Nong's Thai, who is very good, by the way. Yeah. Until 830. Okay. So anyway, okay. I ended up cooking more because I opened up the spice cabinet and I was like, oh, I've got lemon salt. Oh, I've got some frozen shrimp that look maybe almost freezer burned, but I can do something with those. Yeah. And I made a pasta. You know, I always have a little cream on hand. So yeah. here we go. Do you really always oh, have a little cream? always. That's my staple. It doesn't go bad? Parm, cream. No, that's all I buy at the grocery store and yogurt. And you use it because I buy it and then I don't use it all. I put it in pasta all the time. Okay. Yeah. That's that's the gig. And buttery sauce, you know. It's time to make the butter sauce with the tomatoes. You guys know about the butter sauce, the, right? The butter chicken? Marcella Hassan butter tomato sauce. Oh, yeah, It's yeah, a yeah, stick yeah. of butter with a bunch of tomatoes that you cook down, and that's your sauce. That's all you put in it is butter, tomatoes, and a little seasoning, your salt and pepper. There's ants. Um, <laughs> there is some ants. Are you, I'm just quickly asking, are you making, everyone wants to know about our oven roasted to, tomatoes. Like, we still get emails. We did post it on uh, the Weekly Dish Facebook page, as well as, I think it's on the show page. It's Elizabeth Reese's recipe is the fun, is the one that we posted the yep. last time. And you just cut your cherry tomatoes in half. Put Any them, tomatoes, or your aromas. Yeah, whatever, put them on a slices. sheet pan. 250 degrees. Yep. Drizzle, drizzle them with olive oil. Throw some garlic in there and some thyme or whatever Two or three you want. hours. Yeah. And just 250, right? Yep. That's it. There's no real recipe other than that. And then just pack them in a jar and freeze them. Yep. Put a little olive oil in there if you want and then freeze them. It's easy. All right. Okay. That's the show for you. That's ya. the show, kiddos. Have a great time at the State Fair, everybody. Ciao, Thanks ciao. for coming out.